Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. It's the Power Hour, hour number five of the G-Bag Nation, giving you some Cowboys news of the evening, all the latest on America's team as we get you set for Saturday night. Jimmy Johnson going into the ring of honor uh, as the Cowboys will host the Lions, a big game in the NFC postseason. Zach Wolchuk alongside Brian Broaddus, Lucius Alexander. We got Carter Freeman, of course, coordinating your video on Twitch and on YouTube. Appreciate everybody who's been hanging out with us this week. Turn it on, leave it on. Hashtag Tola, we love you. Uh, on behalf of the General Gavin Dawson and Eric Schiefall, they're on assignment, hanging out with the family. Eric, I believe, possibly back tomorrow, uh, but uh, Gavin definitely back next Tuesday after the new year. We do have Thursday night football tonight, and Amari Cooper not playing for the Cleveland Browns. He is out due to injury. Uh, he's got that heel that just wasn't quite ready in time, so... Man Jets, has Browns. a 260-yard game, and then the next week he... I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, We're done. That's tough. That's what tough. What can you do? Yep. It is what it is. Hope you uh, had him in your fantasy team last week. Yeah, yeah. Last week, it might have been a good idea to have him in your fantasy team. We but, still doing that right now? We still playing fantasy, yeah, fantasy football? Yeah, uh, I think it might be championship week for a lot of people. Mm. Some might have had theirs last week, but for the most part, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's championship time here in fantasy football, and there's still, you know, daily... Yeah, DraftKings, FanDuel, wherever you might be playing. For people that participate in that, you can get get in on that. Uh, now, Dan Quinn, or Dan Campbell, I should say, Lions head coach, former Cowboy tight end. We can catch up with Stephen Jones tomorrow at 3 o'clock, ask him about Dan Campbell as a coach. I believe they tried to get him here yeah. at one point. He was asked about a couple of things, but first and foremost, going to play at AT&T Stadium where the Cowboys are looking for 16 in a row, going into a hostile environment. How you feeling about going to play in Dallas, Dan? Look, first of all, it is special for me personally, just because I grew up there. I was a Cowboys fan, so it makes me really want to go out there and beat them. All right, we had our <laughs> chance last year, we didn't do it, so this one's been festering for a while. But there's something special about going on the road and in a harsh environment, and it's just you guys, it's just the staff, it's the players. You're, we're the only ones, and it's you against everybody. So that's what makes it special. You know, this is a good team. They're playing good football, and and we got a chance to go in there and show what we're worth. That's kind of that mentality, I guess. Yeah. You, know, you go on the road, it's us against everyone. And the Cowboys, certainly, that's a big narrative right now. Can they beat a good team on the road? They have struggled to do so. And now you have a Lions team that I'm sure, look, they just won their first NFC champ or NFC division title. They're trying to get they're they're still in the hunt for the second or for the first. They could get the top seed. Top seed. They could have so, this yeah. thing go through Ford Field. Yeah. So, I mean, they got a lot to play for still. Now, is there a chance of a letdown game? Maybe. I mean, this is certainly uh, uncharted waters for them. They haven't won a division championship during the season and then had to come back and play on a short week. Jimmy Johnson being inducted in the Ring of Honor. Cowboys are feeling great at home. They're playing tremendous football. It's going to be a tough task, but certainly Dan Campbell uh, knows what that will be like. And Detroit was just here last year. 
and that was a game where the Cowboys were leading big. Detroit made it close late. I mean, I remember Alex Anzalone. We talked about him there. Their yeah. linebacker with the blonde Thor-like hair. He had a huge stop on a fourth down on a running play. Yeah. So, I mean, this is not going to be an easy game by any means. Speaking of which, Micah Parsons, who I believe is doing his show uh, right now, will probably get cuts from that tomorrow. Yeah. I was looking at the next-gen stats when you look at playoff possibilities. Yeah. Okay, and they and they have a deal where it's like odds or like per- percentage of chances for teams to be certain, you know, okay, uh, or certain seats. Lions, 10% for the one seat, 20% for the two seat, 71% for the three seat. Now, I mean – that that's that's like legitimate. I mean, ten percent, twenty percent. That's I mean, you, yeah. That's you, as long as you have a shot, go. They got a lot to play for. You got a lot to play for. Absolutely. Yeah. No question. Uh, but Micah Parsons, who's been dealing with a lot lately in terms of not getting calls, but Dan Camp, Dan Campbell, thoughts on facing Micah? They're going to force you to be in one on one with this guy, especially on third down. That's what they want to do, and he can line up anywhere across the line. He could stack, but I think first of all, man, if we can, we want to be able to slide to this guy. We want to be able to find a way to double him if they'll allow it. Most of the time, they're going to force you in one on ones, but he's so quick, he's so violent, he's fast, uh, and he can finish on the quarterback. Is he's another guy? Patience, man. See what you hit. It's easier said than done, but you close your eyes for just a second, or you try to snap off too soon and this is what happens and that's why he's dangerous man uh you can already tell they're going to be giving him a ton of attention he talks about sliding well, for help their left side of their offensive lines where you need to make it happen though when you start to talk about and they've got decker is uh, on the injury part I didn't see injury report today he got downgraded yesterday uh, from practice, he was. He's like, good. He has no injury designation. Not today. No. He, the, the, the final injury report: C.J. Gardner Johnson out. Was there a growing thing that he was dealing with? It was a. It, it was a groin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, so, so he was a okay. full participant yesterday, but he did not practice on Wednesday. Well, he or today, I should say that 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 area right there, that left side of that of that Detroit offensive line, and Penny Sewell had had some problems with some inside stuff too. So all of a sudden, you know, Penny Sewell is really, you know. Boy, he's 23 years old, one of the best tackles already in the league. But people were able to get some pressure on him rushing inside. So you guys got like Tank. Tank's going to study that film and kind of figure out how to break that young guy down. You know, and I think that's I mean, Tank's coming off one of his best games. Tank, I mean, he's been Tank's, great all year. He has been great all but year. But holy crap, he had an awesome We need game. Osa to get back into being Osa. Yeah. There was some time. I mean, I, this happened to Osa last year. Then he, he started played, faded a little bit yeah, down the like, stretch. Like week 12, 13 was really, and then all of a sudden now you're like, all right, Osa. It's a long season. It is but, a long season. But this year. is when you need to kind of get that, you need a rally, you know, that man. second bump here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, f- find something. Now, Nate Newton last night, Cowboys Hour, it was an awesome conversation. Dave Campo, who we had on earlier too. But Nate, you know, Bobby asked him the importance of cadence, and you've talked about this, the communication on mm-hmm. the road. Nate Newton, one of the best to ever do it, talking about cadence and then communication. We used to get out of the huddle fast. We That didn't mean because we got out of the huddle fast, we was going to run a play fast. A lot of times you want to give your quarterback a chance to survey. More importantly, you want to give your center a chance to see the five guys that we're going to take. Normally the four down guys and the one linebacker. Or if they're running a three, four, uh, the six guys. Because, you know, with, when their moose would be involved. Mm-hmm. So we, the coach, and that would give – us, defense or offensive linemen, a chance, our center, for step nice to say, okay, we got 55 to 33. 
and the quarterback, okay, they got 55 to 33. So that alert the wide receiver out there that if both if this 33 come along with 55, it's a hot it's route. A hot. You break right. this thing yeah. off yeah. right now. So now, but the quarterback may change the play. Boom, boom, boom. He may flip it all the way to the other side. So now we're looking at 55 still, but now we got 26 over here. This receiver got to be alerted to it. This tight end. Now, because we move the power, this tight end got to be alerted to it. Clock get down about 12. Ready, ready. Ready, ready. Here we go. Here we go. Play is in lock. It's locked now. We're not going to change it. And now you're asking a lot from your offensive line, and you're asking a lot from your receivers. And when it's loud, something can be lost in communications. But the reason I wanted Coach to go because what Jimmy did, when we go to New Orleans, we stop with all this ready, ready. Yes. We, we start, we get our best five running plays with two variations off our best five running plays. Now, a lot of our receiving stuff stayed in place because we wasn't a, a, a West Coast offense. So what we called in the huddle, we could adjust to anything on the field. It's interesting, and I thought a great explanation there from Nate. I did see this from Jory Epstein today. And, and Jory, I mean, super super close with Dak. She does an excellent job oh, reporting now with Yahoo Sports. With Dak, yeah. But she was talking with Dak and specifically about McCarthy's play calling speed and how that has been a weapon for Dak and the Cowboys because it allows Dak to diagnose and adjust at the line of scrimmage. Like they, she uses a clip of a touchdown pass uh, to C.D. Lamb during the Carolina game, which was on the road. So Dak said, quote, because he's got it in, I realize there's a zero check. I can make my stay call. I can change the route to this certain route that ended up being a touchdown to CD because it was so fast. If you get the play call in late, you can't make all of those adjustments on the line and do that. So it's interesting as we're kind of searching for ways. And look at home, this was a point you you made about yeah. the road issues at home. We can hear that. You know, the wide 80 said, here we go, you know, yeah. and everything's clean and it seems like the execution of the offense is humming. On the road... I don't know. I mean, as we're looking for ideas. Dax, I mentioned violently pounding his foot yeah, on the turf, but, trying, clapping his hands to try and get the ball. Getting yeah. it in early, yeah. but also maybe simplifying. Yeah, Maybe simplifying a little bit would help. Just yeah. any any type of tweak, because now it's, and, and you've had two games where you could have easily won on the road in Philadelphia and last week against Miami, and then you've had two blowout losses in Buffalo and San Francisco. So, I mean, something's got to give here, but as you're looking to try and fix anything, maybe it is simplistic. So you don't have to vocalize a ton of changes. We've got options based on this, uh, based on this showing that the defense is giving us. And, and something to just try and make it easier so everybody can be on the same page. Yeah, I, I, I've kind of felt like there were there were too many times when you watch the All-22 where you're looking at it and you're going, man, that's something that, that should have been communicated. That's something, you know, the, the twist stunts that they man instead of like pass. And, you know, I, I just, I, there's too many times where it just seemed like there was, they weren't in that rhythm, in that sync. And, you know, the line wasn't they, – they didn't have the communication that, you know, they're kind of like blocking guys. But in reality, though, at home, they would have had that thing just picked up. You know, you look at the problems they had on the with the with the linebackers when blitzing and all against the Dolphins. You're thinking maybe, well, you know, Adoga, he does practice every week. Tyron Smith doesn't practice. Adoga's the one that's getting those reps. So hot reads, uh, hot blocks, you know, passing guys off. Those are things you got to be able to kind of talk about before you, you know, before the ball snapped. 
We also had uh, Cowboys Twitter, Nick Harris, talking with Trayvon Diggs today, for those that are curious. And I, I've been asked a little bit, hey, what's going on with Trayvon Diggs? But Mike McCarthy talking about him today. Uh, he's still around the star quite a bit. He's helping out the secondary. DB's coach Al Harris meets with him each time he comes in. So, you know, trying to, of course, get back for next year. But Diggs certainly still a member of the team. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's not shying away from, from being around and being part of the crew. And then Trey Lance, Mike McCarthy, on the improvements he's seen from Trey Lance, who we haven't got to see, the emergency quarterback. Coach saying, I'm with Trey every day. I see him in the meetings. He's obviously had to learn a whole new language. I think the timing of everything, that's a challenge for any position. He's very comfortable, very confident. You just can't get enough work on the footwork because everybody teaches that part of it a little differently and how it fits the scheme and getting it timed up with all the players. He just needs to work, but I love his personality, love his work ethic, obviously very talented, been a great fit. Yeah, and you knew he was going to, it was a, you know, unfortunate situation for him. I talked to people in the San Francisco organization a while back about him. And, you know, unfortunately they said, listen, he did everything we asked him to do. He couldn't stay healthy. And that was the problem. Every time they wanted to elevate him and put him in a situation, let him be the starter, he got hurt. And they finally just had to kind of move on from that because they couldn't keep him healthy and, you know, that's man, they, they gave up a lot to to draft him, to, to only use him the amount of time they did. So but uh, to a to a man, they were they were very complimentary of the person and they really honestly wished the best for him. They just they knew that with his lack of health it wasn't gonna work out there in San Francisco. And then Jeremy Fowler of ESPN that the Cowboys have sent information to the league office about Micah Parsons' struggles to draw offensive holding calls. They do it every week. Every week, yeah. Uh, a fact the player is highlighted with pictures on social media. Typically, a team will send play sequences. Yeah. It might deem questionable to the league for review. Mm-hmm. And Dallas has done that. Teams don't always get a detailed explanation on each call from the league. Uh, Parsons has one and a half sacks in his past four games and clearly believes he should have more based on his abilities. And he's one hundred percent right. Who we got? Brad Allen this week, right? Yep. We do a little. We'll do a little report we on a little Brad. update tomorrow. Yeah, two forty tomorrow. We'll talk about Brad Allen, the official for this week uh, game. So, uh, yeah, and you know, I'll say this: if Micah can get one call, I hope it's the last call of the game where it affects <laughs> it affects to the point where it takes the the Lions out of a field goal or takes them out of a touchdown or something like that. I, yeah. I, if Brad Allen's going to make a call to kind of help Micah Parsons and but you know I mean I don't know if you're an official how you don't watch the game or watch that tape and see they're like man he is getting held here he's got a point so unfortunately that's that's happened right now and then I saw this from Ed Warner this was crazy so Dan Quinn's defense has failed to create a takeaway in consecutive games he's coached 52 games as Dallas's defensive coordinator without that happening in fact that hasn't happened to the Cowboys defense since 2001. Hmm. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Right? Because we were like, this team can't buy a turnover for a long time. Maybe they, it was they just went, interceptions. They, they went forever where they, remember with like Brandon Carr. Yeah, and they just couldn't get an interception. Byron Maybe Jones. In they, they could not get even, couldn't even get an interception. That is absolutely mm-hmm. mind-blowing. No question. Uh, Darren Woodson, certainly a finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Hopefully this time he gets in. Yeah. And the injury report, if you missed it. I'm going to lose my damn mind if he doesn't. 
questionable is Tyron Smith, but we're saying he's playing he's on playing. Saturday night. He's playing. I got word he's playing. Jonathan Hankins is out. Rico Dowdle is out. Yeah, and that so. means that, yeah, Malik Davis will be up, and we'll see how they play the other. I mean, it might be a situation where, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll have to see. It could be, you know, Hunter Lipke. Listen, it, you know, it, it's unfortunate what happened with Hunter Lipke. You know, he, he did up until that point in time. He carried the ball very well for you in some tough situations. I'm not turning on him. No, I'm not going to turn on him. He catches be, the, he's gotten be, better as a blocker. Yeah. Yeah. You these, get, these players are young. They're going to yeah. make some mistakes. You don't just quit on a player because yeah. they have a bad moment. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. if you do, then you might as well have cut him. Yep. If you're not going to play him again. Uh, he, he's getting better. He really is. Uh, and then C.J. Gardner-Johnson, James Houston out for the Lions. Cam Sutton, their starting corner, is questionable. Attack him. For the game. Yeah. So he's obviously dealing with an injury as well, even if he plays. That would be very interesting. There's your C-note. Cowboys news of the evening. Let's do a little hodgepodge. We had Spirit Airlines home alone a kid. And how many days could you eat at the same place in a row? That's next on the phone. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. It is time for the hodgepodge here. Segment brought to you by Frankel. And Frankel, we are very, very close to crossing with the get right tonight. It looks like it's Alec Medford and Chris Arnold, the three-time, three-time, three-time Hall of Famer. Got a couple of things here. Kick off in the hodgepodge. 877-881-1053. What's a food you could eat? From a place every day of your life. We have an NBA player, Mikhail Bridges. He's eaten Chipotle for almost 4,000 straight days. Yes, 4,000 straight days. Of course, Mikhail Bridges got traded to the Nets. He's been fantastic ever since. Four-year, $90 million contract. He can afford, I guess, to eat Chipotle every day. But GQ put out 10 things I can't live without. And they did a recent profile on him. And in the video, Mikhail Bridges shares that he has Chipotle every day. He can't live without it. His go-to order is white rice, double chicken, medium and mild salsa, no beans, corn and lettuce. And he has spent over $50,000 on just Chipotle over this span. That's absolutely insane. So assuming he began on, let's say, January 1st, 2013, Mikhail Bridges has been eating Chipotle for 4,013 days in a row. If he started in the middle of the year on July 2nd, he's been eating Chipotle for 3,831 straight days. On a Zion Williams diet. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, and GQ so writes. So he catches it on the road, though, too, right? Yeah. He's, he's, he's got a, spots. He's, he's probably got it. He's probably, oh, he's got DoorDash. That's okay. Right? I mean, there, there's always a way to get this now. Yeah. And, I mean, Chipotle is basically. What's his order? State. We have his order? Yeah. Uh, the order was it is white rice, double chicken. Medium and mild salsa, no beans, corn, and lettuce. Wow. That's what he's getting. No guac, right? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, no guac. He doesn't want to pay extra for I don't like the order. I must say, I, I do don't, not like I, the order. I, I don't like the order either. I don't admit. Uh, now, he said. It sounds pretty healthy, though. GQ writes. Without the beans? I, I No, no, I love the beans. You the don't be- have the beans. The beans and the rice. The, black beans. the yeah. beans and the rice are like my favorite. Yeah, that's yeah. the healthy part. Yeah. And the chicken. Yeah. The chicken. Uh, Hawaiian Bros is my place for sure. All them chicken options from the 940. 
817 says, well, he had McDonald's in Mexico every single day for lunch and dinner for 12 days straight. Not a good idea. Wow. I don't think there's anything I could have I, I got from a, po- a restaurant every day. I got a pokey place over by my house now that I could eat at every day. It's every day? Go Fish Pokey. Yeah. Off of Luther Lane. Uh, Luther. They are. Big Luther or Little Luther Lane? Yeah. Big Luther. Big Luther. I'll tell you what, man. I literally, there. it's so fresh. And it's and the and and, and the people in there they man they they when you order it it's put together it's so consistent it's they know fresh you know. they know they know me and it's they used to be over here me and Dawson used yeah, to yeah it eat. sounded familiar yeah and then they moved over over by closer to my house and I literally when I remember one time when coming to work coming up from the from the star like four days in a row I ate there hey. I mean I just every time it's like okay. I could I could eat this, and yeah, that that's the place. Go fish. Go fish. Po- poke. Yeah. A three two says crystals. Uh, Nine oh three. Is that the burger place? Yeah, burger, burger place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to have one at Grand Prairie, and they got rid of it, bro. I think that's the only one I ever went to one time. Yeah. And they got rid of it. Damn. Crystals is like the the knockoff of White rallies Castle. and all those places. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, White Castle. Yeah, White Castle. Okay. This rallies got the small burgers. Rally? No, 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 okay. Rally's got it, it was White Castle. Rally's and Checkers of. are the same. They're, okay. the, they're the same teammates. Like uh, Hardee's and yeah. whatever the other one is. Uh, they're, they're owned by the same people. Lucius, yeah. you got a place you eat at every oh, day? Oh, come on, man. I got a list. Oh, here we go. Okay. Uh, Taco Bell burritos. I can eat those. Yes. Yeah, soft, the soft burrito, right? The, yeah. The soft yeah, tacos, too. Yeah, yeah, soft tacos. Yes, yeah. I love those with some sour cream. Any of these uh, chicken shacks, churches, Popeyes, KFC, Halls. Wow. Rudy's. I can eat Rudy's. all the chicken spots. Rudy's. Applebee's. Boneless wings. <laughs> I can eat them every day till I pass out. Eatsies. They serve this uh, turkey tetrazzini. Oh, I can eat that Man. every day. Okay. I can eat it that's, every day. That's probably scratch stage. made, too, I bet. Yeah. Eatsies has some good stuff. Yeah, they, they have some good, yeah. good stuff. And if, like past 9 o'clock or something like that, Yeah. it's half off. Oh, they're trying to move the food. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That's good stuff. Yep. Uh, plenty of strip clubs you can yeah. eat at every night from the 682. Zona <laughs> Rosa, man, used to have this fire nachos. Get him about 2 o'clock in the morning. R.I.P. Zona Rosa used to be my spot. I kind of oh, no. feel like I could eat, now that you mentioned the tacos, Lucius, I think I could eat Jack in the Box tacos every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Three tacos good. every day. Mo Betta's in Forney, awesome Hawaiian-style food. They had one by my old apartment there, Preston and George. Hawaiian-style food, huh? Yep. Mo Betta's. You ever had, you ever had fried Spam? Once and I, you didn't like it. It, it wasn't. Like it's a Hawaiian it. delicacy. I know. Maybe I just didn't have a good one. Yeah, it was just a bad piece. Uh, Texas Roadhouse from the four six nine Fuel City Tacos, Pluckers, Chinese food every yeah, day. Yeah, Pluckers. I, I, I can eat could, the yeah. wings all day, bro. I could eat a Chinese buffet every day. Yes, that too. I could. Chinese I, buffet. Seriously, I and I could eat the same thing every single day. Matter of fact, I do. You do. You I do. do. Yeah. I do. All right, yeah. Doc, if you're listening, you didn't hear that. No. Eight one seven. I start my morning with a breakfast jack. Oh. Jack in the Box and a large sweet tea every day. Wow, that sweet tea just must. That's the slaps. Way, yeah, that's 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 need some insulin. Yeah, diabetes. Diabetes. Type two. Nine oh three. I eat a bacon cheeseburger from Whataburger for a month. Closest place to my job. Actually had it twice a day. <laughs> is that the go. number five? That's the number five. That's the number five, baby. How about yeah, that memory? Yeah. I'll tell no, you yeah, what, though. Is. You you know you, you get you get on a little bit of a run and you're kind of like, I got to eat. And if it's right by your work, you might as well go back. You might as well go back. Lisa's fried chicken from the eight one seven. Shout to Lisa. 
That's a, there's a joke in there somewhere, right? I'm not going to make it, but yeah, it's good. 817. <laughs> is that the girl you interviewed? No. No, oh. no, no, no. no. Uh, well, at least this a- is cool, man. Yeah, at least it's badass. Yeah, it's cool. 817 Whataburger Jalapeno Cheddar Biscuits, Sausage Egg and Cheese. That sounds damn good. People are loving the Zona Rosa. Yo, R.I.P., man. That used to be the spot. You had no what, idea. Why did it shut down? Uh, it's health just, it's health just, issues. It's too damn quality. It's just too much going on. Yeah, it's, it's too popping. Were we running stuff out the back door? Nah, it's just too popping, man. All right. We used to do the night show. I used to leave the night show and go straight to Zona, dog. And sit in that joint about 3, 4 o'clock in oh, the morning. Oh, Zona, Zona over behind us here? Zona Rosa. Zona Rosa Oak it, yeah. over on Greenville? Well, no, it's, it's by where Ecstasy is now. Was that 35 or something like oh, that? Okay, yeah, I got it. Regal yeah. Roll? I got it. Yeah. I'm thinking yeah. of Ozona or something yeah. like that. There's some club back over yeah, here. Yeah, they used to hurry my jersey up in that Raptor. I'm in oh. the Raptors up there, bro. <laughs> Man. Starting lineup. Yeah. yeah. They're just <laughs> shutting that place down. Yeah. When I walk in, <laughs> spicy chicken sandwich from Chick fil A. Getting texted in Mike's Chicken. Chicken burgers. Chicken burgers. Man, a lot of chicken, folk. A lot of chicken. Chicken is amazing. I, mean, I feel bad for chicken. I could eat chicken every day. That's probably the one for me. Beer can chicken. I mean, I did. Good. I probably did go through a crazy streak of Chick fil A every day. Because I worked there. Well, that's what I'm saying. Did you eat when you went in or when you left? Both. Really? So, I mean, sometimes I'd be working like a 10-hour shift. Did you like, would you like be working and then eating while you're working? Usually I would take food to go. Never really would eat. Well, you get a break. If I got a break, I would eat while I was there. Funny Did they make you sure. pay for it? No. Fantastic. No. It was food while you were, it was free while you were working. That's fantastic. Were you a good boss? Or yeah. were you kind of a jerk? No, I think I was a good boss. Were you? Yeah. Did people take advantage of you because you're a good guy? Uh, that might have happened. Really? Yeah. I and mean, you just let it fly, didn't you? You know, you're not a confrontational I mean, there, guy. There, there were certain. I mean, there were certain. Times Wait, I, I take that back. And, I saw I mean, him was fight a guy in Oxnard. I did fire someone once. I had to. They stealing from me? They just sucked at the job. Oh, yeah. The, the did you fire him? Fire him? Did you just put him off the uh, the no, schedule? I fired him. Fired him. Okay. Because the other person was too scared to do it, so they basically like made me do it. <laughs> the problem was this this kid didn't get the hint. Like he came back in. <laughs> And was like trying to check the schedule. I'm like, dude, you don't work here anymore. You know? You like take his hat and his card? Yeah, we took uh, the whole uniform. Yeah. Did you have to wear like a white short sleeve shirt and a no, tie? They were. Uh, I didn't ever have to do the tie. I did wear a couple of button down shirts that I ordered. Like you order it off the Chick Fil A yeah, yeah. custom work deal. They they actually had some good stuff. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. Most Itchy of, hot. Most of it was like red or black. Yeah. Maybe some white. That was the Chick-fil-A did you, just, did, did you just smell like grease every night? Oh, yeah. I definitely smelled <laughs> like fried chicken. 100%. That peanut oil. The peanut oil. That yeah. peanut oil scent. It's good for you, man. Just stayed at you. Uh, the prime rib at Texas Roadhouse. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Chick-fil- when I lived on campus at UNT, ate Chick-fil-A at least once a day, usually twice a day. Yeah. PB&J, banana, and chips every day for lunch for 32 years. Texas in the 940. Shout out to you. Yeah. I think Eric just texted and he said 903 half pound of ground beef with three eggs and sriracha every morning. <laughs> half pound of ground beef. He does. My gone. man my man will sit down and it's eat. It's honestly kind of gross. He, he just sits down and eats ground straight ground beef. Just straight ground beef with yeah. a little bit of mustard. A little bit of mustard. Uh, all right. I know you saw the story, Brian. We got had a poor kid get home alone on the Spirit Airlines over the Christmas holiday. Six-year-old, right? Six-year-old flied un- he flew unaccompanied. Unaccompanied. From You've done that before, right? You guys ever did that when you were young? I did once, yeah. yeah but I wasn't, and, and the I flight attendant's always checking on you. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's yeah, all good. It was fine. But I wasn't in a company. I, I mean, I wasn't like... Well, you were by yourself. 
No. You never flew by yourself? No, never did. Never I did, did one time to go to see family in uh, Yeah, but Florida. They, but they give you like a, a thing to wear around your neck and everybody takes yeah, care everyone of Everyone knows. But you this are, kid got put on the wrong plane. He ended up being put on the wrong plane. Yeah. But so he he went <laughs> solo from Philadelphia to Fort Myers, Florida. Uh, and he was in the custody of Spirit Airlines. Team members who mistakenly put them on the flight from Philly to Orlando, oh. Florida instead of Fort Myers. So they put him on the wrong flight. <laughs> then the kid's grandmother, Maria, showed up at Fort Myers to pick her grandson up, and he was nowhere to be found. No estata key. <laughs> so she said, I ran inside the plane <laughs> to the flight attendant, and I asked her, where's my grandson? He was handed over to you in Philadelphia. She said, no, I had no kids with me on the airplane. Oh. So grandmother's flustered, oh. had a million questions she wanted answered. Oh. She said, I want them to call me. Let me know. My grandson ended up in Orlando. How did that happen? Did they get him off the plane, the flight attendant, after mom had handed him with the paperwork? Did she let him go by himself? He jumped in the wrong plane by himself? Like, what the hell happened? So the airline apologizes. <laughs> a spokesperson from Spirit Airlines said the child was always under the care and supervision of a team member. And as soon as we discovered the error, we took immediate steps to communicate with the family and reconnect them. They went on to add, we take the safety responsibility of transporting all of our guests seriously. <laughs> well, eventually... Uh, they put him on the wrong plane. The kid did get. Yeah. He landed in Orlando. They're not taking it too seriously, are they? 160 miles from Fort Myers. Yeah. So she had to drive over to Orlando, pick the kid up there. But what the hell? I mean, this could ruin, this could ruin Christmas. They probably did. Do you think the kid was scared? I think... Yes, he was probably a little scared, or then thought, "Yeah, absolutely." You land and nobody's there to pick you up. Like, did they just ship me off and shoot the kid? Think that, about the grandma. That's the what, grandma yeah, was living. I'm yeah, be panicky. Yeah, living. he lost my kid in the air somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you lose like, luggage, but you get a kid, a human being. Come on, like what? What are we? What are we doing here? It's absolutely terrible. How do you make up for that if your spirit? I don't know. If do we, do we get free flights I for a year? I mean, look, if it's my child, buzz balls. I'm just not trusting him again. <laughs> we won't harass you as much. A few buzz balls. I'll a few feel buzz better balls. about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Sorry. I'll be all right. This is voucher for Chick-fil-A and the buzz balls. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm good. I'm good. Where's my kid anytime. Yeah. This was a hell of a process. <laughs> Love you guys. Uh, so there was a incident involving Emily Redikowski at oh. Madison Square Garden. So MSG, if Emily... Radikowski She's a ever, model lady, yeah, right? She, yes, absolutely. So she calls and she'll say, like, hey, can I get my floor seats? And the Knicks oh. will say, okay, absolutely, we got you. Yeah. But there was a game uh, a week or two ago in which she was at actually this time at a New York Rangers game. Oh. And the Rangers came back to win. And she was seen leaving uh, the Knicks game prior during a 20-point deficit and they come back and they win 198. Oh. So she calls MSG. This time she wants to go to a Rangers game, not a Knicks game. And the Rangers tell her, no, you're not offered comp tickets for the Rangers. Uh, and you left early the last time we gave you comp tickets for a Knicks game. And they came back and won. And everybody saw you leaving. So petty MSG. Wouldn't surprise me, though. You know, wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, don't they, leave. They, hey, they, if you're a celebrity, well, they you got, get your tickets cut. Oh, you stay the whole damn time. I think the most the most famous leave early person ever didn't Mark Wahlberg leave the Super Bowl when it was twenty eight to three. They got him going through the tunnel, oh, the Atlanta wow. New England Super Bowl. He's a Boston guy, right? Yeah, of course. And they left. They left the game early. That would be bad. Yeah, it was like Brady's 
best game. Yeah. I mean, came back holy, and won that game. Holy yeah. hell. Yeah. Then we had a couple of guys break a Guinness World Record for the most pubs visited in 24 hours. Did you say a Guinness World Record? He or did. Guinness, he beer, did. Guinness Beer World Record. Guinness World Record. He did. It's a new Guinness World Record. Guinness Book or, or Beer? I probably said beer. Uh, but it's a Guinness Book of World Record. Okay. Could be other. I mean, they're both spelled the same, aren't they? I believe so. I mean, I'm looking at the spelling. I think they're the same. Yeah. Uh, so they visited 99 pubs in one day. 99 in one day. I, I could have been right with them during that, that is insane. championship parade. The previous record was 78 pubs in 74 hours, which was done in 2022. Okay. How do you, how do you, okay, how are we doing this? Are we walking in, waving to the crowd, singing Danny Boy, then leaving? You what are we doing? <laughs> they got to drink at every one. They, they, they shot in every one? I, th- I think they rotated liquor, uh, beer. Now they did vomit. They vomited oh, two yeah, hours yeah. into this thing. Yeah, you're absolutely vomiting. So there was definitely puking going on, and maybe it was a puke and rally situation. But Lucas. Uh, they did this in Australia. Oh. Shout out to them. Oh, in Australia? So here's, how, here's the breakdown. So it began at midnight with most bars in Sydney closing at 2 a.m. Oh. They started vomiting, of course, at 2 a.m. Yeah. There's no late-night taxis in Sydney. It meant they had to walk between pubs. So they took a break from 5 to 9 a.m. So they call the crawl. And then 14 minutes, no more than 14 minutes was spent between drinks, including travel time, getting ID'd, ordering drinks, and drinking their drinks. They broke the previous world record of 78 in 24 hours early in the evening. Their goal was 100 pubs in 24 hours. They thought they'd reached 100 pubs in 24 hours, but they miscounted. They only did 99. Harry and Jake, they spent a total of $990 on drinks. Which think, is fifteen hundred Australian dollars. I think if I if I knew what they're what they were doing, I would buy them a drink. I think I would I would I'd say, I would too. Hey. I'd be like, hey, guys, this is badass. Good luck, you know. Kind of. But I guess they're trying to get in and out of these places so fast they yeah. don't really have time to like stop, talk, let you yeah. know what's going on. Like, no, we're on a mission. With better planning, they could have probably got free drinks along the they way. They probably could have. Like they put this out on social media. Hey, we're doing this. But hey, they, they got a nice little four, four hour buffer in yeah. between to, to sleep it off. Lucy, she spent time in London, right? London. Yes, sir. Those pubs are a blast. Yeah, no. They, they, they're the so partying much, is amazing. There's so much fun, those pubs. Yeah, they didn't have a good, good time when out there. We went there. over there at 14th. Food was bad, but the, the, the food is awful. The food was But the, the, the beer and the, the fellowship yeah, is a blast. Uh, yeah, everywhere yeah. is a good time. Yeah. Man, they should do this, something like this, in like the legal states where they got the weeds. Ooh, do yeah. the bud crawl. Bud crawl. Do the bud crawl, That's... bro. Some edibles, some smoke in right. it. Hit all the little dispensaries and whatnot. Come on, man. Let's get a Guinness World Record here, Lucius. Come on, man. Somebody's booing me right now. Let's Shut make this up, happen. Boom. Let's go. All right, let's cross talk with the get right. Not this team. Chris Arnold, <laughs> Alec Medford. Let's party, boys. That's an excellent thing. Thank you, Lucius. Time now to cross talk with the get right. This night, it is Alec Medford and the three-time, three-time, three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Fellas, how the hell are you doing? What's up, boys? What up? What up? Got you down. You know, uh, I do want to ask what you have coming up on the show, Alec. Oh, we got some stuff to get into with the Dallas Mavericks. Nine o'clock. What has been the biggest disappointment in regards to the Mavericks? I think you can go a few different ways, especially after last night. Mm-hmm. Got a few different things defensively that I think we need to pick on. And eight o'clock, each Super Bowl contender's biggest strength. Oh, okay. That's oh, be, not I'm, a weakness. I'm looking strength. For we're strengthened. We're not. Ta- we're talking positivity. Positivity. That's we good. love positivity here. I like that. You know? Okay. So, CA, we, you already kind of helped, you know, keep me off the ledge because obviously mm-hmm. you were there at the game doing mm-hmm. the MC at the American Airlines Center. And I was sitting there kind of watching Stars, Mavs, doing some college tape at Oklahoma uh, State and, and Texas A&M on. And the next thing I'm like, okay, Seth Curry's going off. 
Mavs got this in the bag. Luka's doing his thing. It's fine. You look up. Cavs are on a 17-2 run. Holy crap, they're going to lose this game. And they did. It was a damn shame. Everybody in the building was mad. I was mad. Got home all mad. And then you got to take it down and break it down and figure out, okay, what the hell happened? They ran out of gas. This team will be playing five games in seven nights. Yep, that's everybody's got struggles, but that's part of it. It's, it's the reality. At the same time, when they were – and by the way, they've won 18 games. This is a team that has uh, superseded a lot of people's expectations. They didn't even think Derek Lively would be in the – in the, not let alone starting. They thought he'd be in the G League work, getting some minutes and then be ready to help them in the second half. That's what everybody thought, the experts. But they're third, they, they've won 18 games. And this is through all these injuries in December. The biggest injury is Kyrie Irving. Why is Kyrie significant? Not only does he take some of the double teams off of Luka, pick your poison, but he is the leading scorer in the fourth quarter in his career in the NBA. He's, he's just the guy that scores the most points, and he's also the most clutch player in the league. This year, the Dallas Mavericks are in the top five in clutch victories. Last year, the Dallas Mavericks, this is why everybody's so mad about last year, they lost, either they were the worst or the second of the worst, they were the bottom three, they lost more games by last-second possessions than anybody in the league. In other words, either they gave up a last shot or they didn't make a last shot. The only last shot you remember last year is Maxi Kleber beating the Lakers. That was not the only thing. But it was very painful to watch. They were getting blown out all the time. They didn't suck. It was like, what's wrong with this team? And then they make the trade for Kyrie, and it wasn't meshing. So last night, just in a nutshell, you don't have Kyrie, who could have helped you in the fourth quarter with scoring. You had Seth Curry doing some of those things. But Luka was gassed. The man was – they did not – see, I was real mad because it's like, okay, you got 20-point lead, first half. It's like, okay, Luka scores his 30 points, should not play in the fourth quarter, which had been a, a good formula early on in, in December. Mm-hmm. If, 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 if Luka didn't have – I mean, Luka was doing triple doubles with no minutes in the fourth quarter because they were handling up. Right. Yeah. Well, Cleveland, people forget. They're like, well, Le- Cleveland didn't have – they didn't have uh, Spider Mitchell. Mavericks didn't have Kyrie. Oh, we could go tit for tat for all that. Sure. But Cleveland's a good team. They won 17 games, 18. The Mavericks had won 18 games. So it wasn't like, well, well he, Cleveland's depleted and Cleveland's mm-hmm. a team to suck. No, they weren't. I just wish Dallas had a better play coming out of the timeout with eight seconds left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? That's. I mean, that I know Luka got thing. blitzed, and, they, and, he, and it was unfortunate. He couldn't get the ball to Curry, and he couldn't get the shot off the right way. I just think that everything, for all the bad things that were happening to you, the basketball gods gave you a gift with two missed free throws, and then all of a sudden now you have an opportunity yep. to Tipped to maybe overtime. to take this game. And the play coming out, it just seemed like was it the play or was it the execution? The execution. Well, I, was, I I I couldn't tell you what the play was. I know anytime Luca takes a shot and it, if that's the play, I'm totally okay. All right, but Luca didn't get to take a shot, and that's that that to me, I think the execution. Apparently, to your point. a rookie, and it must be Derek Lively. And, and by the way, Derek Lively. He can only shoot a two. You need a three to tie it up. Yeah. I think he was supposed to set a pick for Luka, and he didn't. Okay. At the same time, well, that what makes I did like sense. on the inbound play, Tim Hardaway was not hot, especially behind the arc. Sure. And thank God they didn't throw it to him because yeah. he would have jacked it up. He was, you know, he was the first guy that he looked at, and then they got the hands to Luka. I said, okay, this is going to yeah. be good. And then Cleveland knew that Luka goes to his left for a step back three, yeah. and they played him hard on the left, yeah. which made him go to the right. And then they double teamed Seth Curry, yeah. and they blocked his damn shot. Yeah, I was I, just disgusted. I, you know, it should have never got to that point, but nope. it did get to that point. And I was thinking, okay, they're going to find a way to get he's. 
they're going to draw one up here out of the mm-hmm. timeout, and they're going to they're going to pin they're going to they're going to set a double screen, and they're mm-hmm. going to let Luca fire this thing off, and we're all going to go home. You know, we're all, well, we're all going to get to overtime, and we'll figure out a way from there. But man, it, it just that that ended like a thud. Did. Like oh, that yeah. that was like okay. Oh, yeah. Now I understand how they lost this game because that 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 last executed play was just like the last eight minutes of that game that I watched that mm-hmm. way. You know, that it just it completely falling apart. It, yeah. And again, dead legs. I mean, I'm just telling you the reality. Yeah. It's context what it is. It shouldn't happen. The good thing about the NBA, this is December. That's true. They a lot of basketball. Have a lot of ba- you can, it's not like football where you can just dwell on the loss and, and for a whole week. No, you got a game tonight, as a matter of fact, against Minnesota. Yeah. Luca will Luke not out. play. That'd yep. be tough. Man. Luca's out with that. Uh, it's going to be tough. Wink, no wink, doubt. Not groin or whatever it is. Look calf. forward to listening to you guys for the next four hours. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Right. Alec Medford, Chris Arnold, on behalf of the General Gavin Dawson, Eric Chiafalo, I'm Zach Wolchuk, alongside Brian Broaddus, Lucius Alexander. Shout out to Carter as well. Larry, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Uh, we got the, G- the Get Right coming up next on The Fan.